UGA Football News presents today's sports report with Matthew Hall. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. Today's sports report is brought to you by Happy Sewing and Quilting, offering products that will help you show your bulldog pride. Hall Shots Photography, going above and beyond to provide pristine and professional photography for all of life's greatest moments, plus many other fine sponsors. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Well, it's good to have you with us today on today's sports report with Matthew Hall. I'm Chris Hall, your host, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and it's a good day to talk about University of Georgia football. And of course, we're not in the football season, but things are happening uh, with uh, the University of Georgia, and we'll be talking about some items uh, concerning uh, the uh, Bulldogs, uh, especially the football Bulldogs. And uh, we'll be touching on some other subjects as well on our program today. Good to have you with us. And it's good to have our, 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 our wonderful co-host, uh, Matthew Hall, with us. He uh, is uh, on the uh, line with us today. Uh, he's uh, kind of out traveling here, there, and yawn, but uh, he joins us by phone today. Matthew, good to have you with us. Hey, great to be on with everyone today. Yeah, and just uh, trying, you know, had a little rain here the last couple of days, trying to have a, you know, a clearing. I only got a little clearing, so hopefully a good day on that. And just uh, just trying to make it today, just like everybody else. Yeah, it's it's a new day. It's a good day in the neighborhood. Well, we have some things uh, we're going to touch on uh, and just try to give some good information to everybody about what's happening around the University of Georgia as far as the uh, football team is concerned, of course, you know, football season, the games may end, but the see, but what happens with the University of Georgia and the, uh, the the football team, it never ends. There's something always going on all throughout the year, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a, a few things having to do with the University of Georgia Bulldogs, and uh, good to have you with us on our program today. First of all, we want to talk about a new hire that uh, Georgia has uh, just made. A man by the name of Jamil Adai. He was a four-year starter at West Virginia some years ago. And uh, since then, he moved on to the uh, NFL, had some injury problems, dropped out of the NFL, became a coach, and uh, has been a coach at West Virginia for the uh, past two years. He's been coaching the cornerbacks at West Virginia for the last two years. Well, now he has a new position and a welcome to UGA. Jamil Adai is now the uh, University of Georgia's new defensive backs coach. And uh, last year, uh, West Virginia led the nation in pass defense last season, uh, for uh, averaging only, giving up only 159 yards per game. Uh, some of those quarterbacks around the country get that in a quarter. Uh, so West Virginia had a pretty good uh, pass defense uh, last year. Adai replaces Charlton Warren on the University of Georgia staff. Congratulations to Coach Warren, a good guy. Uh, he left after two seasons at uh, UGA to become the defensive coordinator at Indiana uh, University. So uh, we, from everything we've been able to find out about Jamil Adai, this is really a good, good hire. He's a young man, a great recruiter, has a good rapport with his players, and everything I have seen, uh, he's getting, uh, we're getting, uh, Georgia is getting uh, just uh, a, a heads up and thumbs up on this hire uh, for uh, their uh, defensive uh, 
uh, Baxville coach uh, for the University of Georgia. So, Matthew, what are you hearing about this hire? Uh, pretty good from what I hear. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, everything I've heard uh, and everything I've seen today, you know, and heard from, uh, you know, uh, from others and, and just reading from, you know, other sources throughout the day. I mean, everything I say about a guy is uh, uh, pretty top-notch. I mean, he's got some experience. I mean, definitely uh, it's not hurt that he played uh, football uh, at the collegiate level and then to, you know, to uh, be on the ground there uh, in his position there, uh getting scanning experience and and so it's definitely a move up for him again uh you know uh, charlton warren i mean hate to see him go uh coach warren was great uh, in his short brief stint there at georgia but uh you know uh, definitely excited about a dime what he could bring to uh to georgia and with the grit and grind and of uh, the defense that they had there at, at west virginia and the guys that he coached yeah and yeah. that type of mentality i mean it is big huge to feel when you move from West Virginia to Georgia, yeah, uh, there's absolutely no question of that. But I think that uh, every, from everything I've seen, I mean, him, him having the prior experience as a player and then being on the ground there in his coaching capacity, I think that those things will lead to, uh, you know, lead to success for him uh, at Georgia. Yeah, it, 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 from what we're hearing, it's just a great hire. Congratulations to Coach Smart. And uh, his ability to uh, refill these positions, you know, you have some turnover uh, at the end of every season, uh, and that's a part of a successful program. When you have a successful program, then your assistant coaches are going to be uh, spotlighted, and uh, they're going to become targets of other programs. And uh, so uh, a good hire for the University of Georgia. Also, we're hearing that Will Muschamp may have some kind of relationship with the University of Georgia. Uh, that's kind of cleared up now. This past Friday, Coach uh, Coach Muschamp got a pretty good check from the University of South Carolina, about a $15 million payout check, uh, which severs completely his ties with uh, South Carolina. Now, there may be some stipulations in the buyout that he may be restricted from employment here, there, in certain situations. But he's been hanging around uh, the University of Georgia, the offices of Butts uh, Hare, of course, his son is a walk-on quarterback, redshirt quarterback at the University of Georgia. Speculation is that Coach Muschamp uh, may have some kind of relationship with the UGA program as an advisor, uh, that kind of thing. That kind of happens. Nick Saban has been known to do that, to uh, get uh, coaches uh, who have been let go or are unemployed, bring on to his staff as an advisor or something like that. Uh, so uh, Muschamp, however, he's 49 years old. Uh, he still has probably aspirations to be a head coach. He's coached uh, as a head coach at Florida and at uh, South Carolina now. Not really successful as far as his record is concerned at either one of those places, but he does have a rich SEC pred uh, pedigree, and he has a pretty good super agent too, we understand. Jimmy Sexton, who also uh, is an agent re who represents uh, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Dan Mullen, uh, those kind of guys. And so he's going to be looking for another head coach position, I'm sure, for his client, Will Muschamp. But as of now, it appears that uh, Muschamp may be around the University of, program, uh, University of Georgia program for uh, uh, the next foreseeable future. What are you hearing about that, uh, Matthew? Are, are we going to see uh, Will maybe on the sidelines with the University of Georgia uh, in some kind of capacity? What do you think? What are you hearing? 
Uh, I don't think I don't think that that's uh, out of the question. Uh, I know that he's been seen on campus uh, here recently. Um, no official uh, word on any hiring yet, at least not that I know of. I mean, you know, of course, with the payout now in the seventh from South Carolina, that really opens the door for him to, to uh, you know, to put his name in the hat, you know, for for possibly his position at Georgia and and. Certainly, uh, he's, he will be on the lookout for a head coaching position, which I'm sure that would be his most, um, desirable thing to, to obtain. But, but in, you know, in the meantime, I mean, in light, let's just say he didn't get a head coaching position. I mean, I'm sure that he would, with his son being there, um, you know, the background that he has, I mean, his relationship with Coach Smart, I mean, it's just a, you, you know, his name, um, recognition and, and, uh, yeah, even though he's had some problems, uh, and that's, you know, as a head coach, um, still a good guy, I believe. I mean, good head, you know, good, good coach, hard worker. Uh, he, I don't think he's going to let, you know, losing seasons or, or some, some, you know, prior success, you know, or, or excuse me, prior, uh, uh, lack of success lead to his, uh, determination to obtain that success in the future. You know, as a head coach, uh, or possibly a, an assistant coach with another program. So I, I think you could potentially see much champ on the sidelines with, uh, I mean, it just seems like a good fit. Yeah. Much champ to be on the sidelines at the University of Georgia. Yeah. I love the suggestion that he could be the get back coach for, uh, coach Kirby, Kirby Smart, the guy that tries to, uh, keep, uh, coach Smart for uh, off the field and, uh, keep, uh, coach Smart from getting a penalty during the games. That would be an interesting position. For Will Muschamp, so we'll just keep our eyes out on that, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll we'll see what will uh, develop of that. Also, out of the uh, University of Georgia football uh, news, uh, the UGA is planning for a G Day game this spring. Of course, with the COVID nineteen pandemic going on, it's going to be a lot different. Now, this is uh, this is one of the highlights of the year uh, in in Georgia football, especially in the spring when people begin to get uh, begin to get a little hungry for uh, football. It's a lot of fun. Uh, usually uh, at this game, there is no admission. You just come on in and and have a good time and and watching at the and this game comes at the completion of the spring football practice. It's the fifteenth practice uh, in the uh, in in the spring. And so in the past, and it's been a, a, a great spectacle, and uh, Sanford Stadium has been uh, filled with uh, with attendance for this game, and not going to be the case this year, however, uh, at the, the G-Day game. Uh, it has been set, according to the University of Georgia Alumni Association website, for Saturday, April the 17th. It'll be the uh, last of the 15 spring uh, practices. Uh, the attendance will be limited. Therefore, there may be a, a slight charge this year. You might have to get a ticket, actually get a ticket this year to be able to go to the game, and they're going to limit the attendance, and they're going to limit all that goes around with the uh, G-Day, uh, G-Day uh, game. Uh, but uh, it, it, always a, a great spectacle, a, a, just a fun time uh, and, and, and a family time for those who love the University of Georgia. Matthew, you've been to G-Day games. Uh, they're a lot of fun, uh, a lot of noise, uh, everybody having a good time. You get to see some of the, the, the new talent uh, for uh, Georgia. You get to see the guys go through the motions. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? 
man, I'm gonna tell you what, D Day is uh is really something. You know, something else. I mean, if you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan, I mean D Day is one of the highlights of the season. Um and even though it may not be a competition game between uh, you know, another uh university, I mean it is a split squad, red versus black team, you know, uh, affair where you do get to see the new guys that Georgia has obtained that have stepped onto campus and are, are already within the football program and, you know, are ready to go. And so it's really just, uh, it's one of those atmospheres, you know, I, I can remember back, uh, several years ago when I went to G Day, um, and this time I was not on the field, but I was actually in the stands and it's when Jacob Eason played his first uh, G-Day game. And that's when Kirby Smart had asked Georgia fans at the Georgia basketball game, the, you know, that he wanted to fill the stadium 92,000. And he called it 92K Day. And they turned away about 10,000. It was full capacity. Yeah. Uh, turned away about 10,000. I mean, it was just really an atmosphere. One of those, that was the G-Day that I've, unlike any I've, I really have ever seen. Then I've been on the sidelines for, for uh, Taking uh, photography videos, uh, you know, on D-Day, and that's, uh, you know, getting to talk to some of the, uh, you know, having an alumni game uh, prior to the D-Day game. And so, uh, you know, getting to talk to some of the alumni players, uh, you know, you know, as they, after they play the game or in between. I mean, it's, uh, it's a cool atmosphere and, and just really a big experience. And, and like I said, it is really one of the highlights of the uh, Georgia football program. Uh, each uh, each year, each calendar year, and it is something that Georgia Bulldog fans look forward to with uh, you know great anticipation uh, each calendar year. Absolutely, without question. Yeah, it's so um, you know, G Day is uh, to have one this season coming up planned, um, regardless of I mean, of course, with COVID going on, and uh, you know, with things um, you know not being able to foretell what things will be like in the foreseeable future at that time. I mean, you have to make put some plans in place uh, with COVID in mind. And so it, it may be a little bit different this season, but um, at least it'll be football on the field and you'll have a G-Day this season. So really looking forward to that. Yeah, and, and it'll be, of course, broadcast. ESPN is already committed to broadcasting uh, the G-Day game. And uh, also, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun when you watch it on television. I've never seen one in person, but you watch it on TV. You have these celebrity coaches. Uh, the coaches are out on the field. You know, you have the referees. It's just a lot of fun. And uh, I know it's something to see in person. And so uh, we're hoping for and uh, and praying for a good G-Day experience this year for the University of Georgia. Speaking of the COVID-19 situation, of course, uh, the effect that it had on college football this uh, year, the the games this year, of course, is well known. Uh, according to the CDC and according to those who are uh, in 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 the know with what is happening with the uh, vaccinations and COVID-19, speculation is that we might be uh, back to normal, I guess, uh, kind of normal, at least by the spring. Uh, the fall of 2021 could uh, reach what they call herd immunity by the fall of 2021, which may mean that we can have those full stands again and uh, we can have uh, college football the way it's supposed to be again. So uh, that would be great. And, and we would uh, certainly look forward to that. And uh, and so uh, hopefully that 
will be uh, the case. All right, let's talk a little uh, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, you know, now Georgia is not playing in the Super Bowl. We know that the University of Georgia is not. Uh, but in the Super Bowl, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And we do want to highlight the fact that for the 20th straight Super Bowl, uh, the University of Georgia will have a representative on the teams that are participating. In fact, for Kansas City, uh, Georgia, the uh, University of Georgia has two uh, Georgia alums who are on those rosters. Uh, McCall uh, Hardman uh, is with the Chiefs. He plays a lot. He's their uh, third uh, slot receiver. He, he gets a lot of playing action and on special teams as well. And DeAndre Baker is currently listed on the Kansas City practice squad and injured list. So um, I think with uh, LSU, I think LSU also has a representative now on uh, the teams that are playing in the Super Bowl for the 20th straight year. So, Matthew, I, you know, I, I don't have a dog in this hunt. Uh, I'm amazed at Tom Brady being able to play at the level that he's playing at at his age, uh, which is, you know, a lot younger than me, but he's doing a great job. I love Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I got to be a Kansas City guy for uh, Mr. Hardman uh, and uh, representing the University of Georgia. Uh, but it, it should be the Super Bowl. should be a great game. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean the Super Bowl this season, and, and you know, and, and of course uh, you did mention that the that Georgia will have uh, you know some players represented. I mean, most notably uh, Michael Hardman, uh, who was uh, you know an absolutely great uh, player in his time at Georgia, and um, it's still uh, you know revered uh, by Dolphins, uh, you know, through you know throughout the land, and so he you know he he. Uh, you know, for him to have that opportunity to be in the Super Bowl, and I, I know Baker's there as well. Um, Baker had some off-season problems. Um, you know, uh, when he was, uh, you know, with the Giants, uh, who originally drafted him, and um, those legal issues, uh, uh, from what I understand, have been resolved. And so he is with Kansas City. Not not aware of his uh, uh, him being on the field actually playing. I'm not aware of that, but. Uh, Nonetheless, he's still on the he's still on the roster, still part of the team. So you know, Georgia does have some representatives out there. I mean, it is a, a you know you you know it has to be a great experience for Mike Hardman Jr. to play with Patrick Mahomes, who is in in my opinion, um, uh, you know, when he's healthy, he is the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, and, and that's my own my own uh, take on on quarterbacks. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know that Tom Brady is out there. I mean, he's He's been playing for a billion years and, and has, you know, uh, you know, more rings than can fit on one hand. So I mean, I understand that he is, uh, and the the fact that Tom Brady is still out there and can still be out there after that length of time and still, you know, I mean, you got to think about this. Uh, Tom Brady, he's not. It's not like Tom Brady left the Patriots that long ago. Uh, this is his first season playing with a brand new squad. And a new, you know, uh, new city, um, new um, offense, uh, offensive mindset, you know, uh, organization that's different than what he experienced with Robert Kraft and the Patriots. So, I mean, for, and, you know, for them to go out and, and, and for them to get Grant back, uh, you know, Robert Kraft, I mean, he hasn't been as effective this season. But as we've gone through the playoffs, you've seen him be a, a uh, uh, you know, a target in the red zone, which has been pretty scary for, uh, you know, defenders here in the playoffs. 
and and you know you know he he is big as a refrigerator. So I mean, you got him back on the team. I mean, it's just really it's kind of remarkable, and you have to really tip your hat um, to Tom Brady and uh, and and Tampa Bay for what they've done. I mean, you know, Tom Brady this is his first season uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and boom, they're they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> It's, it's really unbelievable in 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 so many words, and, and like I said, I, I do believe that Patrick Mahomes overall. I mean, if you're if you're talking overall quarterback qualities and quarterback, uh, you know, uh, just ability, uh, you know, on the field, I think that Patrick Mahomes at this time is the best quarterback in the NFL. Not taking any way, anything away from Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady that he was. Yeah, five he, six years ago, yeah, either. he's still even good. He, is, he has, um, even though he has been, you know, nick gritty and and has been very effective, and especially as the season, you know, Tom Brady is one of those quarterbacks that here's the problem with Tom Brady as the season wears on, Tom Brady gets better, and that's the problem that 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 uh, you know, that Kansas City faces here uh, this upcoming Sunday. I'm still, I'm going to call it for Kansas City. I'm going to believe the Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, and he's been very open, uh, with his talk about, uh, his respect for Tom Brady. And, um, really, you got to think, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was, you know, a young guy watching Tom Brady. <laughs> well, time, so when, it, it, well, yeah. It has to be an experience for him, too. Yeah. When Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. And so, yeah, I, mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's an amazing, you know, it's just really amazing, real game coming up. Yeah. yeah, it'll be great. Uh, and the Super Bowl is on Sunday, February seventh, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. So, if it, basically, it's a home game for the Buccaneers, and uh, that'll be Super Bowl fifty-five. It'll be uh, interesting, and we will be watching and putting our spotlight eyes on uh, McCole Hardman. And the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment, and we'll be wrapping up our today's sports report with Matthew Hall. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more of today's sports report with Matthew Hall. Hall Shots Photography, featuring the work of award-winning photographer and Georgia football lover Matthew Hall, is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. While Matthew is at home on the sidelines of Sanford Stadium taking beautiful action shots of another Bulldog victory, he also specializes in other types of photography, including landscapes, portraits, weddings, and promotional photos to help promote your business or your special cause. Matthew is also a trained videographer and he loves capturing those always exciting high-in-the-sky drone shots. Matthew has been the camp photographer for various football camps, including those featuring Roquan Smith, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and other Bulldog greats. You can check out Matthew's work on Facebook at Hall Shots Photo and on Instagram at Hall Shots Photography. You can contact Matthew at Hall Shots Photography at gmail.com. That's Hall Shots Photography at gmail.com. Matthew has a camera, and he'll travel to get that right shot for you. Contact him today. Happy Sewing and Quilting is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. Happy Sewing and Quilting offers custom and professionally made items that will help you show your bulldog pride. 
How about a custom and professionally made 100% cotton face mask featuring beautiful bulldog fabric? Of course, everyone in your family will need more than one. And just like the bulldogs on game day, happy sewing and quilting can and will deliver. From custom-made face masks to baby bibs to tote bags and more, Happy Sewing and Quilting will help you get ready for game day or any day you want to let the world know you love the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're interested in items featuring the colors and logos of other teams, or if you're interested in non-sports related items that meet your taste and show off your style, Happy Sewing and Quilting will be more than happy to help you. For more information, you can contact Happy Sewing and Quilting at ahall1921 at hotmail.com. That's A-H-A-L-L-1921 at Hotmail.com. Contact them today. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. All right, we're back on our program on uh, today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. And, of course, uh, during our break, we did hear a little bit about happy sewing and quilting and uh, let me show everybody right quick uh, their website you can see the website there happy sewing and quilting.com that's happy sewing and quilting.com and you can go there and you can find some beautiful georgia bulldog inspired face mask and the good folks at happy sewing and quilting.com right now have a special going on uh, if you uh, order more than one mask they'll give you 10 percent off your entire order and if you uh, will order uh, more than 10, you can contact them uh, through uh, the email and they'll give you a, even a better price, a special price. Uh, so you can check it out at happysewingandquilting.com. And I know that uh, Matthew and myself, when we're out and about, and of course we're being uh, encouraged to wear our face mask, well, when we're out and about, we're representing the University of Georgia uh, because uh, we have several of these masks made by the good folks at Happy Sewing and Quilting. And I get a lot of comments about them. Uh, folks will say, I love your mask. But every now and then, you'll run into an Auburn fan that says, I don't like that at all. So, <laughs> But they're beautiful mask. Uh, they do a good job in protecting you. We love them, don't we, Matthew? Yeah, I mean, Happy Sewing and Quilting, I mean, what, you know, what great work they do. I mean, the uh, quality of the products that they make is, uh, you know, impeccable i mean it's uh handmade uh we have just like you noted we have several of the mask uh uh you know georgia boil thing mask and you know that's to uh protect uh both ourselves and others out and about and, and um and just to note you know uh mentioning happy showing quilts in the website uh happy showing i mean i'm gonna make sure that i put that uh was you know that particular website in uh, the bio on uh, at UGA Football News on Instagram, uh, you know, our page with over 112,000 followers. So it will be listed uh, in in our bio on that page. All you have to do is click that link, take you straight to Happy Sewing Equipment, and uh, you can look and see what they have to offer there and, and place your order there. Yeah, so I just want to yeah. give a big shout out to them too, and and look for uh, look for their link in in my. Uh, bio on, uh, at UGA Football News uh, on Instagram with over 112,000 followers. Look for the link there. Easy to get. Easy to get you a uh, Georgia Brawl thing mask today. Yeah, and their beautiful mask. By the way, speaking of Matthew, uh, we'll give you a look at uh, his Facebook page, Hall Shots Photography, 
uh, on his Facebook page. And coming soon, he'll be having a brand new website for Hall Shots Photography. I know you love photography, Matthew. We see you in our picture here on in your uh, garb that you wear on the sidelines of the University of Georgia. Uh, you, you, you do a great job with the, the still uh, pictures, videos, and with the drone shots. And uh, I tell you, you uh, if anybody wants to see some beautiful shots, go to Hall Shots uh, Photography on Facebook, and uh, soon a website will be coming. Uh, you love that, don't you? You do a great job with it, Matthew. Absolutely a great job. Yeah, I've been blessed to, uh, you know, to, you know, in, in a lot of different opportunities uh, with the camera. And, I mean, I've had some things go my way, you know, and then I've had some things not go my way. I mean, it's just like any, anything. And it's, uh, it is something that I love to do. Uh, I love photography and videography. Um, it's something that over the years, it's just, uh, it's, you know, at first it was just something I tinkered with, and it's just now it's something I, you know, I can't put down. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's, it's just like, uh, say on my card, you know, uh, um, going above and beyond, you know, to, to take the pristine shot, you know, for, for life, all of life's greatest moments. Because, you know, every moment uh, of each day is a gift, you know, a gift from God. And uh, it's one that, uh, you know, if, if you happen to take a picture or a video of that moment, I mean, that's, you got to think that that's that one moment in time. I mean, that moment in time will never be gotten back. So, you know, it is something that I love to do. I mean, landscape whatever it be, you know, I love landscape, uh, portraits, um, of course, sports. Uh, and then, you know, been blessed to be able to be on the sideline some. I mean, not every game, but been blessed to be on the sideline some over the last, you know, few seasons, and that's been a real true blessing. And then, you know, with the drone, uh, that's been something that's a little bit newer, but I've uh, been blessed, you know, to have some good shots with that as well. So just going to keep working at it, and, and uh, you know, it's, any anybody out there that needs you know needs uh needs any kind of uh, photography videography done you know in the southwest Georgia area or throughout any area of Georgia and beyond you know uh, I'm willing to travel willing willing to you know to do that for them but it is something I love and I've been blessed with a lot of opportunities very yeah. grateful and humble for it uh, so check it out uh, Matthew uh, Hall Shot Photography on facebook also we want to tell you that today's sports report has its own website and we'll give you a look at that as well today's sports report uh, pod, uh podcast uh, and uh, it's at it's at uh, todaysportsreport.com and there you'll find all of our programs that are archived and you can check it out you can listen to past programs and uh, we'd love for you guys to check us uh, check us out the uh, past programs that we have and, uh, and so check that out, todaysportsreport.com. All right, just a couple of more items uh, quickly, Matthew, as uh, we come to the end of our program. ESPN, uh, you know, the sports giant, has named four contenders for the college football playoff uh, recently, and uh, they have number one, Alabama. They say Alabama will be there again. Clemson at number two. Now, this is ESPN, ESPN's top four contenders for college football playoff next year oklahoma number three they have uh the oklahoma sooners at number three and uh, espn puts uh, the university of georgia at number four uh so uh, espn projects that georgia will be in the playoffs next year of course that's projections doesn't mean anything it the results are on the field uh, is what uh, counts so kind of interesting getting a little love from uh, espn 
but there you go. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it, Matthew? I mean, that's the way it's been in past years. It's good to see Georgia ahead of Florida. Uh, Florida just usurped the place that Georgia should have as number one in the SEC East this year. We let them have it, you know, to make them feel good. Uh, but what do you think about ESPN's uh, projection for Georgia to be in that position? Well, actually, I'm I'm kind of I'm actually kind of surprised that ESPN even put us in the top four. I mean, yeah, they're ESPN's not kind of tough on. Yeah, you they're know, not ESPN's, generally Georgia fans. Yeah, yeah, ESPN's tough on Georgia. Um, they have been um, for years, and that that particular um, you know thing has not seemed to change uh, you know much over time. I mean, at time I've seen them give them some love here and there, but most of the time they're pretty hard on Georgia. So and and you know and, and not to say, not to say anything you know they give other teams I think they're a little bit for example I'll give you an example they're tough on Georgia but they give Alabama a lot of love yeah and um, not not saying that Alabama hasn't deserved it but they've given it when there was absolutely no reason to really give it I mean and it's at, at times and and it's uh, you know it's been noticeable uh, uh, to the point that people have commented on it and. and you know, the love affair between ESPN and Alabama and the University of Alabama. And so for Georgia to even end up in the top four, I'm, I'm happy about I think that Georgia is a sleeper team this upcoming season with J.T. Daniels coming back. The weapons that Georgia will have, uh, you know, the Georgia offense will have at the wide receiver position. I mean, they're only going to get better. George Pickens, Jermaine Burton. I mean, you're going to have a gunslinger back there who, by the way, posted uh, – uh, you know, after the Chick Fil A uh, win, even though it was tough, a tough grind against Cincinnati, and all, all you had Cincinnati all day, you know. But you know, he posted that day unfinished business, and I think that, that is something that has excited Georgia fans uh, right away, knowing that his mentality is to come back, and I believe his mentality is to come back, win a national championship, and then go pro. So I believe that Georgia is a sleeper team this upcoming season. I think that Georgia is. I'm very excited about what Georgia brings to the field uh, this upcoming season, both offensively with JT Daniels and the weapons that Georgia will have on the backfield with virtually every running back coming back. Uh, there's been articles written about how in the world are you even going to keep Georgia's backfield, uh, you know, happy because you have so many running backs. And that is true. Uh, and 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 you know not to not to go off uh, on a tangent here, but at the running back position, I mean, with its full, I think you know is Amir White, of course. Um, and you know I'm, I, I I like Kendall Milton. I, I see Kendall Milton as a breakout uh, running back this upcoming season, and I I, I think that he is probably the biggest sleeper weapon in the running back room for Georgia. And I think he's going to have a spectacular. I think he, he reminds me of Nick Chubb. I think you're going to see a spectacular season from him this upcoming season, and I think he will be crucial in Georgia's upcoming season offensively. I'm very excited about that as well. Yeah, so uh, a lot of love now for the University of Georgia. We'll be we'll be watching, and uh, just a couple of more, one more item here. Uh, the University of Georgia. As uh, we're going to have tryouts. If if you want to be a walk-on at the University of Georgia, tryouts are coming February third. Now, of course, you got to be a student at the University of Georgia to try out for the football team. 
But, uh, you know, Rod uh, Blankenship, he was a walk-on, uh, and he tried out, and uh, he made the team. Right. So you never know. Uh, so uh, any of the, uh, the uh, students for the University of Georgia, if you've always dreamed of playing for the Bulldogs and uh, you're a student at the UGA, why not give it a shot? You know, if you don't give it a shot, you can't make it. Uh, tryouts, so walk-on tryouts February 3rd in uh, Athens, and so uh, good luck to those who might want to uh, try out. And one quick thing, just one really quick thing, uh, Georgia Bulldog Matthew Stafford apparently will be leaving the Detroit Lions. The Lions have uh, said, uh, Matthew, we appreciate your work, but eh, we think we're going to move on. And Matthew uh, Stafford, probably it's good for him to move on as well because he's stuck in a rut in Detroit, and it doesn't appear as if that organization is going to uh, go any uh, anywhere soon uh, in uh, the NFL. A lot of speculation uh, for future homes for Matthew Stafford, of course, a great Georgia uh, uh, player uh, in his college days and has been a tremendous player, the youngest player ever to reach 20,000, 30,000, or 40,000 yards passing in the NFL, the youngest player ever to do that. Uh, and, and speculation is... Uh, he could be looking at a new home, maybe with the New England Patriots. Wouldn't that be interesting? Or the San Francisco 49ers, or possibly the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so uh, speculation about that. But for me, uh, I'm glad Matthew Stafford's going to be going to be leaving town and maybe looking for a new place and a new setting. Uh, so uh, Matthew uh, Matthew Stafford uh, may be on the move. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, Stafford's been with Detroit for a very long time. I mean, Stafford's a, you know, great Georgia Bulldog. I mean, just a heck of a player for Georgia. I mean, you know, and he had that moxie about himself when he was on the field at the University of Georgia. When he stepped on the field, uh, he knew that in his mind, uh, every every day that he stepped on the field, he knew he was going to beat you. And did he beat, did he win every single game? No. But uh, he was a very successful quarterback, and that could be seen in the fact that he would ended up being the number one overall draft pick in the NFL draft uh, by the Detroit Lions. He's had a very long uh, and storied career with them. And, um, uh, you know, everything I've read said that the decision was mutual. Uh, I believe that Stafford, uh, is, you know, is happy to get out of Detroit and try somewhere else. Uh, I do hope that Stafford ends up personally with uh, a team that at least has a great offensive line that can protect him. That's something that he has not had over the years. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he just hadn't had it in Detroit. Yeah. And I hope that he gets on a team that has a great offensive line that can protect him. And, uh, you know, and, and it does matter. I mean, you look at Tom Brady uh, and his, his stories, you know, stories in his historic career with the New England Patriots. Uh, you know, most of his success went to the fact that he had great offensive linemen that protected him, gave him time to throw the ball. And he was, you know, Tom Brady was not uh, shy about, about stating that when he was, you know, with the New England Patriots. And, and um, you know, it does matter. I mean, uh, if you have an offensive line. So I do hope that he, no matter what team he ends up with, uh, I hope that Stafford uh, ends up with a team that has a great offensive line that can take him. And I hope he has great success with the rest of his uh, NFL career. All right. Well, Matthew Stafford uh, headed to a new place. Well, that's going to wrap up our program for today. Our shout-outs uh, for this program go to Southeast Mortgage. 
Uh, you can check those guys out if you're looking for a new abode anywhere in the Athens or in the southeast uh, United States area, southeastmortgage.com. And our second shout-out this week, going to Happy Sewing and Quilting. And you can check out uh, their website at happysewingandquilting.com. Matthew, uh, good to be with you today on uh, today's Sports Report. Any final word for us? Yeah, uh, absolutely enjoyed today's uh, program. Enjoyed being with everybody today, and uh, enjoyed the you know the uh, subjects that we talked about. And you know, I mean, the off season there is no off season when you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Um, you know, we're just uh, we're just in a roll time. You know, look, you know, waiting for game day. So you know, it's uh, uh, still looking forward to to Georgia. I mean, matter of fact, last night, I mean. I actually, uh, actually watched some of the the Cincinnati and Georgia game last night that was recorded. So, I mean, even though it's off, you know, I'm still watching football and, and still keeping up with them. And, you know, just looking at certain players and, and, and things of that nature when I go back and watch these games and looking at different things, you know, on the field with different players. And I really see a lot of uh, potential for Georgia. I really do. And very excited about the upcoming season. Great to be with everybody today. Look forward to being with you again very soon. All right. Join us again next time on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. We thank our many fine sponsors for making our program possible. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.